It begins with a man repeating his days in search of a signal. It's almost like an updated version of Groundhog Day. Without further explanation, we see Commander Michael Burnham in the red angel suit being hit by space debris. And that is also when a new character by the name of Book sees her. They are on a collision course, and of course, she hits a ship. After diverting her own death by slamming into an M-class planet, she learns she is now in the year 3188. So she has jumped over 865 years into the future. A future without Starfleet, no Federation, no Dilithium, the crystalline material used to run starships. There is no order in space and Starfleet and the Federation once provided. She sends the final signal and sends the red suit back through the wormhole. She doesn't hear back from Discovery. After fending off a hand combat from Book, Burnham learns of these developments. Book is a smart character, which he uses to get what he wants. What he wants is the immediate dilithium. So, armed with Burnham's trinkets from the past, the pair sets off to get dilithium to power his ship. Burnham needs him so she can get her hands on a communication system strong enough to reach Discovery, who could be anywhere. Book's ship certainly is from the future, but we learn Book is an animal lover. He has a very large cat that has a thyroid condition. So far, this future is run by Andorians and Orions, two races that traditionally did not get along. We learn that Dilithium's destabilized and with it the strength of Starfleet and the Federation. We also learn that this happened about 160 years in the future's past. While at a marketplace in search of dilithium, Burnham is arrested, which is planned by Book. After being given a new age truth serum, Burnham admits Book stole her technology. Side note, Michael is no longer in control and gets loose and we see a different and very likable personality. Book is a wanted thief. After she is allowed to identify him, the two realize they are both going to die. So they join forces and escape the mercantile, but not without a chase that involves beaming from one place to another without a transporter pad. I tell you, the future. After Ver Burnham and Book fight off the Andorians and Orions, the two learn to trust each other. Somehow, Book takes his shirt off and dear God, I had to, you know, <laughs> a little mini heart attack. The man is fine. They make their way back to the ship, only to be greeted and surprised by a final group ready to kill them if Book doesn't give them his cargo. What we don't realize is this cargo is a humanoid eating creature that attacks the Andorians and Orions. After eating Michael Burnham whole, Book talks to the creature using a gift he has. The creature then spits her out. We learn Book is really trying to save endangered species. Without the Federation, certain rules, laws, and standards would not be followed. Book takes her and the creature to a planet reserved for this creature. In payment for her help, Book takes Burnham to a derelict space station, a Federation relay station. What we discover is the grandchild of someone who once worked there. His love for the ideals of the Federation kept him there doing the job of his grandfather and father. He has no idea whether the Federation is fledgling along or not. He's simply doing his part in collecting information. He was not a commissioned officer, so he asks Burnham to give him his commission. 
he shows her the flag of the Federation to raise on the wall of his station. It is a dramatic moment. It reminds us of the hope we need to continue to fix the legacy of an ideal. The Federation, for me, means more than this fictional organization within a fictional world of Star Trek. It truly is the ideal by which I live my life. All are welcome. Through diversity, we accomplish all setbacks. The ideal of perfection is elusive and subjective, but harmony is an equally healthy state of being.